Soccer FM is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with pieandbovro.com. Welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. Coming up on this week's show, all the fallout from Scotland at Wembley. Is it time for Strachan to go? A brilliant where are they now? And a look ahead to the weekend in the SPFL. Ray Bradshaw, how are you, my friend? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Still recovering from Wembley. Only got back up last night and uh, I'm still rough. Yeah, This is Monday night. I actually thought you looked better than you've looked in a while. Yeah, we were coming up in the lift there and you went, you look really cool, Stephen. (laughs) Which no one has ever said to me. I know, mate. I just watched Greece, though, so I'm dead. (laughs) So did you manage to catch the game on Friday night? Yes, Where did you watch it? I had to watch it in the flat, because I was doing some work Friday daytime, and then nearly everyone I know had gone to Wembley. Yeah. So I couldn't get down in time, so I watched it in the flat. You were obviously there. Uh, Should we just get straight into it? Yes. uh, I think it's obviously the only place to start. Uh, I'm going to go with what everyone's sort of been saying. Mm -hmm. I thought we played okay. Uh, or we've certainly played worse and had we played like that against Lithuania and Slovakia yeah. we wouldn't be in this position you could tell that from the starting lineups as well like having attacking fullbacks like yeah. I thought Lee Wallace did well I thought he had a great game yep I thought he played really well uh, I, it was his fault for the third goal he was sleeping a wee bit I thought it was the second uh, maybe in. the second goal yeah. I was drunk so I, <laughs> and I haven't watched it back uh, yeah I agree I thought Lee Wallace had a great game uh, I thought that um, when I looked at the lineup when I came in I was pleasantly surprised yeah, uh, eight changes from the last game. Eight changes. Which tells you a story because, I mean, Strachan was so stubborn and sort of, you know, uh, defending the players after the last game, but it clearly went wrong because yeah. we got humped 3 0. And then he's probably just given in and saying, okay, I'll play all the players that you want to play apart then, from Burke. But then he did that last time when he said uh, Chris Martin was outstanding. Yeah. And then dropped him the next game. Yeah. And then didn't feature. And the eight, it does look, eight changes does look like a kind of admission of. He was wrong. Of course uh, it is. And you're at fullback. Yeah, well, I actually said this during the day. Okay. I Like I said, I would play Anya at right back because he's pacey. Yeah. And I was worried about Raheem Sterling running at Callum yeah. Patterson. So yeah. I, I I was uh, for that decision. He did okay. Yeah, he did fine. But uh, he was lucky that England mainly played Sterling on the right as opposed to on the left where he's been well, playing well. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, also, I wish uh, my girlfriend loved me half as much as she loves Anya. Yeah. She gets so excited any time he gets in the ball. I think it might just be a Scotland player with an afro, but it just yeah. blows our mind. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought he had a decent game. Uh, on the other hand, I thought England were garbage. Oh, mate. They were there for the taking. Yeah. They were. That's what and makes it more annoying as well. The two kind of vital chances just before they go up and score their second. Gary Cahill gets a decent block. But Snodgrass should be kind of yeah. at least doing something better than there. Oh, Grant Hanley. <sighs> I've never seen a footballer look more homeschooled than Grant Hanley. And <laughs> <laughs> also, I tweeted that the other day and someone tweeted back saying, nah, he was in my class and I'm not his brother. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Thanks. I don't admit to that, mate, that no. you're at school with Grant <laughs> Hanley. God. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, was it- Pullman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that uh, I mean it's clear to see where our problems lie the three goals were almost carbon copies and yeah. the third one was a corner but it was still a cross into the box Scotland's last six uh, goals they've conceded have been headers wow that's six. an incredible stat six that's incredible it was just uh, yeah I mean besides the football it was a great weekend yeah. <laughs> it really what, did they put a dampener on the whole thing just to kind of finish off the football, what blows my mind is someone with a Scottish granny is president of America and we still can't get a decent centre half. Yeah. Like, we could have such a big are talent pool out there. Are you suggesting we play Donald Trump as centre half? Mate, it'd be it interesting to see what he does at free hey, kicks. Hey, he's a big guy. I'd, he'd love to build a wall at free kicks. Yeah. Be all over <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I don't know. And then going forward, I mean, it's great to see Griffiths starting. In my opinion, he's the kind of player that should be there all the time. Yeah. Uh, subs, I felt, were disappointing. I have to say, even though I looked at the Scotland team before, I messaged the team to all my mates that were at the game. Yeah. It took me about 30 minutes to realise James Morrison was playing. Yeah, I did. that was the only one that I I probably would have changed. And that was, that was before the game. I would have played, I like MacArthur. Yep. He's playing regularly in the Premier League down south. Yeah. I think that he has to be a stick on. We're not blessed with players who are played in the Premier League. No. So well, I'd be playing him every week. You've got Charlie Adam, you've got... 
Phil Bardsley guys that play week in week out well, no, that is squads. true but uh, what is it Charlie Adams face doesn't fit and I think I saw someone <laughs> online no 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 it's just your belly doesn't fit <laughs> Charlie I think that's it um, but I, I don't know how much difference Charlie Adam would have made on uh, on Friday night I don't think it would have been uh, that much of a difference to be perfectly honest you say that but we all know Joe Hart is shite from shots from 40 yards that is true that Adam's is true. 40 yeah. how, how, we'll get back to football in a minute and what we do with Scotland but how was the weekend yeah, it was fantastic. It was a blur uh, for most of it. Because uh, <laughs> you had tickets for the England end. How was the England end? Uh, we didn't get in the England end. We uh, got tickets for oh, the Scotland end. So we're nice. fine. So which meant uh, that I certainly wasn't touting tickets outside the ground. I would never do anything like that. How then, much did you get for them? Uh, £210. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> nice tidy wee profit. In fact, the last one, right? I was getting shot at the last one. And uh, there was, it was an older couple, Scottish couple, and I said, right, this is how much it is. And he was like, right, okay, that's fine. And I was like, listen, just let you know, it is for the England end. He was like, yep, don't care. And uh, so he was handing over the money and he was like, oh, you got another ticket for my wife who was standing right next to him. And I was like, no, nah, listen, mate, this is my last ticket. So, like, <laughs> if you're wanting it, you can have it. But, you know, if you don't want it, that's fine. He went, no, no, I'll have it. You just look after yourself, doll. <laughs> Took the ticket and walked away. <laughs> and she was just standing there like, oh, my God, what a dick. <laughs> Slash legend. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. So uh, managed to make a wee bit of money there, which was good. And, uh, yeah, so uh, obviously lots of drink was consumed. Yeah. And yesterday morning when we had to check out at 11 o'clock, uh, I woke up at about oh, 5 to 11. <laughs> and uh, my mate, I walked upstairs uh, to find my mate lying uh, on the bed, uh, the sofa bed upstairs, uh, still with his jacket and shoes on oh. uh, from the night before. Uh, what time was your flight? Oh, my flight wasn't until later on. Oh, it was fine. So, so he's slept in jacket and shoes, then has to walk about. Oh, I've, done, we, I've been there, man. Nah, we, we, we just we just like checked out later. Like, we, oh, do, we, like we just stayed. I know. I mean, what a rule stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then died all day yesterday. And as I say, my lips are still like, I still dehydrated at this moment in time. So yeah, the, and you, I'd, I'd imagine there are thousands of Scotland fans in exactly the same yeah. boat still. Uh, and how, should, how was the atmosphere down there? Because obviously we're going through a kind of, some people say sticky, I would say shite patch. Yeah. Uh, how was it? I, I thought the atmosphere was fine, uh, but obviously drink numbs the senses. So <laughs> uh, we were in a pub beforehand and there was a last of the bagpipes and there was all oh, you'd laugh. There were England fans there. There was no trouble at all. And then uh, obviously there was armistice uh, mm-hmm. sort of celebration thing on Remembrance. It's not uh, much of a celebration. <laughs> not much of a celebration. Uh, a ceremony, I should say, uh, at Trafalgar Square. That was in the morning. Yeah. And it was all cleared up. And then we got word that there were Scotland fans at Trafalgar Square. So we just headed along there and right enough there were thousands this was maybe like sort of three o'clock in the afternoon by this time and uh, stood there had a few beers and it was great good atmosphere usual atmosphere just uh, singing about Diego Maradona mostly <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, which happened quite a lot and uh, then off to the game uh, the game obviously like once they once they scored particularly the second yeah. goal that killed it yeah totally killed it the first half I thought the atmosphere was pretty good um, but yeah, it, it's it's difficult. It's it's difficult following Scotland and Dunfermline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's what I've discovered uh, of late. Um, it's it's not been only, that enjoyable. Do you only support teams that have got? A bank or a building society linked to them. Is that your kind of rule? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Uh, my English team's obviously Halifax. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, oh, it, it was just really disappointing uh, not to not to get anything out of the game because, as you say, they were there for the taking. Yeah. So where do we go from here? <sighs> well, uh, on the way in to record this, I was listening to a radio program. Uh, with uh, Mr. Charles Young, who was uh, <laughs> who, who was involved, and how old is he? By the way, he's uh, too old to be on the radio, and <laughs> uh, he was suggesting. Who do you think he was suggesting? Uh, first of all, I'll, I'll narrow it down for you. He wants a Scotsman in charge. So who's he want? Right. So he wants a Scotsman. They're, okay. cur- they're currently employed in Scotland. <laughs> McInnes? Nope. Do you want Rob, cl- Robbie want- Nielsen? Nope. Do you want another clue? Yeah. They're not managing in the top flight in Scotland. Okay. Peter Houston? Nope. Uh, <laughs> I'm going through the champ. Is it championship? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Do you want I, me to tell you? I take it that's where Gavin Skelton's left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, who? Jim Duffy. <laughs> Chick Young was suggesting Jim Duffy. He's doing a great job with Morton, but 
but Jim Duffy. <laughs> Come on. Oh, wow. He was, I saw a few people suggest him because obviously Alan Archibald was linked with Shrewsbury recently. And I saw a few people suggest, even then I was like, mm, Thistle? Jim, Jim Duffy. Jim Duffy. Jim Duffy, who has an expertise in relegating teams. Like we, we would be the first team to be relegated from international <laughs> football. We're close to it already. Well, exactly, yeah. I, I don't know where we go for here. Strachan, I think, has to go. I think... Uh, you're right. The fact that he made eight changes was his last throw of the dice and yeah. the admission that he, yeah, he's probably and, got this wrong. And I think that was similar with getting Scott Brown back. I do think that was a kind of last throw of the dice. Yep. Help me out here, mate, and we'll see what's happening. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, I am all for going uh, somebody foreign, mm-hmm. somebody that we know well on the show, somebody like Christian Nadi. Yes! <laughs> I wondered, in my head I was going, Lags, like, oh, Christian Nadi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm on. I'm on board. I'm on board. Are there actually any serious suggestions? Like, I've heard lots of things like Lager back, uh, you know. Michael O'Neill, who today kind of distanced himself with, from it. No wonder. <laughs> I know. I know. Why, well, why would you take the step down? Yeah, which is kind of brutal. I've been, I was looking at it and I was, I was trying to think. And if you go Scottish, you need to go someone like, I don't know, maybe McInnes... Heart, like, <laughs> yeah, you run out. Alan, not your ball. No, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know. He's he's managed to uh, regrow his hair after being bald for yeah, many years. So, there's, I mean, lo- there's lots of chat of um, a Fergie coming back for a little bit. I, I would, I would absolutely snap your hand off for Alex Ferguson, obviously. Yeah, yeah of course. But I mean, does would you take Moyes? Yes. Why? I do know who I would take. Big Sam. By the way, yes, 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 Sco- yes. Scottish parents or Scottish grandparents, I think. No, I think I think his mum and dad are Scottish. I think he's... he's Get him in. Ex- I, I, I would 100% take Sam Allardyce. I'll have Scotland to explain job. to him that the Braves are lower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You might get a Brady, Sam, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll obviously have to wait and see what happens over the next... Because the thing is, Strachan said he was going to take a couple of days to have a look at it. I read today he's actually gone on holiday to Portugal. There's international friendlies tomorrow teams like England who will be, we will be playing again next yeah. year he could go and scout them and yep. see a little bit but no he's chose to go on holiday so I don't think his heart's in it yeah I think he's jacked it like but I, really I, think, do. I think it's a top to bottom thing as well because I, I was looking so in because um, Strachan's I was trying to find how many players he's capped because it does seem like we've gone through quite a few yeah so for instance in his first game we played Estonia we beat 1-0 that was February 2013 three and a half years ago and the team there so of the starting lineup, ones that weren't in the squad the other day um, were Alan Hutton, who's now retired. Charlie McGrew was a late call-up. Yep. Andy Webster's not in there anymore. Uh, Sean Maloney, yep. Charlie Adam, Chris Burke. So that's five out of the starting 11 mm-hmm. aren't there. And then of the subs, Rhodes, not there anymore. And Kenny Miller and Chris Commons. Yeah. So that's eight from then. You look even to two years ago exactly today. Two years ago exactly today, we beat. Um, Ireland. Ireland yeah, great game Sean Maloney lovely goal from that starting team from the team that played the other day you've got Marshall not playing Whitaker, Russell Martin dropped for yeah it kept Hanley and Berra in I, well, I brought Berra in I, I, I mean they're, they're all much a muchness yeah. like the, yeah. you could be as well playing a traffic cone at <laughs> like, I mean just not impressed at all and obviously Anthony Robertson not there Scott Brown Charlie McGrew was playing centre mid that game oh god yeah I know you forget about those days <laughs> But we've changed our team so much over these two, three years. And we're not bringing enough young players to it. Our under-21 team just now is utter gash. I heard uh, that we, they haven't qualified for 11 successive tournaments. Yeah. And uh, I read an article today since... two. Th- Do you remember our under-19 team got in 2005? Yes. Two players from that team got uh, got capped internationally. Oh, yeah, is it Wallace and somebody else? Who's Michael other? McGlinchey of New Zealand. Oh my God. <laughs> he dingied us. He dingied to us. To play with New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. Oh and God. Even, do you remember Scotland B games? Yeah, I remember Andy Smith playing in a Scotland yeah. B game and he, he managed to injure both the Norwegian goalkeepers <laughs> <laughs> just by running into them. Well, 10 years ago today, 10 years ago today, we played Republic of Ireland again in a B game. And this team, so this was kind of first steps for a lot of these guys. So guys like Stephen Naismith, Stephen Pearson, uh, Chris Boyd, Scott Brown, Andy Webster, uh, Whitaker, uh, Charlie Adam, uh, Kenny Miller were all playing in that game. Mm-hmm. So that gave them an international thing, a, a time to play together because we don't, 
I know friendlies are shit, but we're not playing our <laughs> friendlies just now either. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, that's the thing. They, uh, they've they taken the Wales route, because that's basically what Wales have done. Wales don't play any friendlies, right? Yeah, to try... And to try uh, and keep their ranking up, yeah. basically. So that's what that's what obviously... Because God knows we love that number 57. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's just, I was I was speaking to a guy in the, the tube afterwards uh, on the way back into London from Wembley, and, and it was the usual, oh what else is he meant to do or who else are we meant to get in and I'm like well are we just to sit here and accept mediocrity like yeah. I am not I'm not accepting of that I have enough of that at club level like I, yeah. for a national team and I refuse to believe that Northern Ireland have better players than us yeah. they absolutely do not I would take Stephen Davis out of their team mm-hmm. and then you're struggling and then Josh McGuinness because sometimes you need a goalie that plays right back and up top like, <laughs> you know what I mean? well that is true that is true And but you know they were playing Aaron Hughes who hasn't had a club team for two years or something like that <laughs> like, he's not even been playing or he's been playing in India or something yeah. right and I refuse to believe that they can qualify and not only qualify but beat like Ukraine mm-hmm. only get bun, uh, beat one uh, one only get one beat nil? <laughs> one nil uh, only only get beat one nil from Germany what was the score in that game uh, it was one nil uh, <laughs> I think uh, to Germany and uh, yeah it was um, they've excelled and Wales okay have relied so much on Gareth Bale and it looks like the wheels are coming off a wee bit for mm-hmm. Wales they've managed to uh, they're, well they're certainly going through a sticky patch by uh, by their standards yet of late. still unbeaten yeah I know exactly exactly and Ireland as well it just shows you what happens when you play to your strengths Ireland are absolutely chronic to watch yeah chronic but they're, they're top of their group they beat Austria who hadn't lost uh, a home qualifier for years and it was a proper the way Scotland should play those kind of games set up defend Counter attack and James McLean scored the goal. Bit of pace. Yeah, we've got that in abundance with players like do. Richie. Uh, Richie not even getting on. I thought Strachan's subs the other day were very yeah. inspiring because although Anya came off injured, that was already going to be the sub. Yeah, so we're already going to bring Patterson on MacArthur and yeah. Ritchie. I mean, I I left just after they brought MacArthur on, not uh, for a because he brought MacArthur on because I was uh, needing a pint more than anything. But <laughs> it was uh, yeah. I mean. You're right, the subs didn't do anything then. But he probably thought, well, what's the point? We're three 0 down now. Yeah. So but call it call it right now. If Strack and Stain are going. Going. New manager. Jim Duffy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I, I honestly don't know. I, I would cast the net far and wide. I would go for someone who's managed the international football before abroad, uh, and something different. Just something different. We can't. Okay. I, w- I would be so disappointed if it was Moyes. I, I, like, if somebody said to me five years ago, David Moyes, would you take him for Scotland? You'd say, absolutely, yeah. start their hand off. But now, like, Moyes is another one who just seems to have lost the plot. Yeah, he's gone down, yeah, isn't he? And so, like, I, I, Michael O'Neill, even though he's done a great job with Northern Ireland, still doesn't... You inf- can't have someone managing Brecon in Scotland. Though, I know, I know, exactly. Where's that Venn diagram meet? <laughs> I know, I know, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but we have time. We don't have, like, well, this qualifying campaign's goosed anyway. Yeah. And we've well, got. You say that, we're only four points off. Yeah, I know, but it's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's not, we need to win pretty much. There was a bit in one of the papers today, and it was like our, our road to Russia's still on. <laughs> and it basically involved us winning every single one of our matches, apart from one which we could draw. Okay, which isn't going to happen. We yeah. are not. I mean, the only teams we've beaten in the past two years have been Gibraltar and Malta. Yeah, he's won Thieves last ten. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's appalling. Right, so there you go. Strack and stay or go, Ray. Uh, I think go, and I think as replacement, we should go along the kind of Trump route. So someone who is successful in another field, which is why I'm going for the guy that sold JJB Sports. Tom, Tom Hunter? F- yes. Tom Hunter. Yeah, I was going to call right. him Tom Farmer, which shows how much respect I have for the guy. Tom Farmer was quick fit. Was he? <laughs> and he is, he's Hi. involved in Hibs. He was the guy who sort of uh, stopped Hibs from going under, I think. He just Already sort of, got yeah. good potential. But Tom Hunter, yep. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I would happily take him. Mid-year? Uh, mid-year. Uh, uh, what, Jim Campbell, I believe his name is. <laughs> I think that's his real name. Ah, he's for Cambus Lang. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I know so much yeah. about uh, about Madrid. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Uh, did you see somebody hacked his Twitter account no. a couple of weeks ago? Oh my god, it was hilarious. And just it was obviously had by a porn bot. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was absolutely amazing. And, and they changed all these pictures. And what I found uh, even more hilarious about it is that they obviously reset his account. So he was an egg, but he looked like an egg anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fine. So uh, Patrick Stewart, uh, who were the other ones you Mid-year. said? Mid-year. And Tom Hunter. Yeah. So Tom Hunter. Maybe and, we could go Craig from the Proclaimers. Right. Okay. Why not Charlie? Because I couldn't remember his name. Right, okay. <laughs> I think that's his name. I'm yeah. not 100% sure. Uh, right, okay. So let's move on from Scotland. <laughs> uh, that was bizarre. So we will, <laughs> we will move on from Scotland. And uh, there were a few results in the SPFL over the weekend. And uh, the big one for us, of course, is... Need a vagina. Yes, you know what that means. That means that Edinburgh City won it the weekend again. 1-0 against Annan Athletic. Their charge for the playoffs continues four unbeaten exactly they're on an absolutely amazing run of form at the moment still ignoring my emails I know I know exactly I, I mean that's exa- we need them to get rubbish again but yeah. then we, we wouldn't be able to hear this need a vagina so I mean it's a double edged sword there. can I say that you messaged me that without context the other day <laughs> I forgot what it was and I was like alright mate yeah. take, it, take London's not been that fun yeah <laughs> If you're asking me for it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, elsewhere in League 2 at the weekend, uh, our broth managed to beat Clyde 4-0. Uh, Cowden Beath picked up an important win yeah, against big. Montrose. And uh, Stirling Albion, again, they've been struggling, managed to beat Elgin City. We upset there. And Forfar picked up the pace again and uh, look like they're, uh, they're sort of running away a wee bit at the top now. They beat Berwick Rangers 2-0. That was in League 2. In League 1, uh, Airdrie, big win against Brecon City. It's all getting a wee bit tight up there at it's the top. It's getting exciting, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, Albion Rovers, 3-2 against Stranraer. Really poor running form for Stranraer at the moment, including costing me £10,000. Yeah. And uh, Qu- Qu- Queen's Park, 0-0 against Peterhead. Stranraer's bad run has coincided with Nadi coming back from injury <laughs> yeah that's that's not ideal at all we'll yeah. have to come back on and give him a bit of that yeah. <laughs> so, uh, championship we had Dumbarton getting beat from Morton at the weekend Jim Duffy future Scotland manager uh, <laughs> getting a good result there and uh, Hibbs uh, drawing against Falkirk I saw the stats from this game and Falkirk had two shots on goal scored with one of them their only shot on target Hibbs had 18 corners to Falkirk's one so Just... I think that tells you how that game went at the weekend. Yeah. Falkirk, um, I read a quote, John Baird scored for Falkirk, so obviously um, Tywo gets sent off, I think yeah. it was the first half for Falkirk, so it was down to 10 men, and the goal that came, so John Baird ran 80 yards from a Hibs corner with the ball, won a corner, and he went over to the linesman and said, is a throw in a corner? The linesman goes, it's a corner, he went, good, I can get my breath back. <laughs> From that resulting corner, he scored and said he was too fucked to celebrate. He just kind of walked about. <laughs> no wonder. How old's John Beard now? He'll be mid 30s, surely. Yeah, he came to Thistle, it didn't really happen, but he seems he's definitely a kind of championship level player. He's been banging him in at Ray Throwers, Falkirk, wherever he's gone. So he did that. And Hibs again dropping points. Most yeah. of their, how many of their games have ended up with red cards this season? Yeah, I mean, Bartley's they're been sent off a couple of times at least. They're almost as bad as us mm. uh, for sending off, getting two sending offs against Dundee United in a week. We'll get uh, there, this which is, is not ideal. Uh, yeah, let's head to the Iron Brew Cup because the quarterfinals were at the weekend. Uh, St Mirren uh, managed to put their league form behind them at least uh, and play. Uh, sorry, beat Air United 2-1 at the weekend uh, TNS, their march towards the Ironbrew Cup continues A thumping win over Livingston What are you doing, Livingston? Letting the team down Mate, do you want to know Also, you got a feel for uh, TNS When they come to the Tony Macaroni thing And think they're playing in Europe Yes <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, But I was on a, a romantic weekend away with my girlfriend This weekend, we're in Arran And when she went to get ready I watched Livingston against the New Saints on Alba yesterday. Oh my God. Did Livingston, were Livingston rotten? Yeah, it was, it was the start of the game and both teams looked drank. I thought Livingston would win, to be honest. I was quite surprised to check the scores, man, and see that they lost. But have you seen the draw? No. The New Saints in the semi-final are playing St Mirren. So right. the New Saints against St Mirren sounds like the final episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how is this a cup game? Refereed by Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. So uh, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> On the Saturday, Queen of the South, uh, they managed to get through at the semi-finals, so they'll be playing Dundee United, I take it, just yep. by the uh, sort yep. of deduction there, because uh, they beat Dunfermline. Uh, on the live game, and surprisingly, I couldn't find a pub in London that was shown it. <laughs> you not? It was on uh, Premier Sports, and I couldn't find anywhere. Because you guys have obviously having the World Series of Dundee United and Fairland. <laughs> How many has that been so far? Four or five? That is four. And, and you've not won any yet? No, they've beaten us every single time. And we've still got Did them. Did you draw once? Eh, no, no. 
We've been meeting every time because remember the, we played them in the league cup. Start I mean, of the was that two one or something? I think it was two 0 and uh, then we played them in the league when Cammy Bell saved the three penalties. Yeah, uh, then we played <laughs> them. Then we played Whoa. them in the league last week and got beat one 0 By all accounts, we're quite unlucky in the league game. And then on Saturday, uh, we played them in the Challenge Cup and got beat one 0 again. So uh, yeah, it is the World Series, and we've still got them to play what another three times. That's absolutely brutal, isn't it? <laughs> and we could draw them in the Scottish Cup. Like I technically, so hope that I, I, I really hope because they just like I think they'll get to keep us. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is not ideal at all. We'll look ahead to the fixtures uh, for this weekend a wee bit later on. But for now, this is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. Yes, it's time for another Where Are They Now on Soccer FM. Last week we had David Priest, Aberdeen legend. This week we have a bigger legend, don't we, Ray? You're very excited uh, about this. Bigger in every sense of the word. Yes, exactly. Uh, he's played with Partick Thistle, he's played with Stranraer, he's played with a whole host of other teams as well. And the man himself joins us on the line as Armand Oney. Armand, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, thank you. Listen, just uh, reading out all those teams there, I mean, you got about a bit, didn't you? Yeah, 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 I've been about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, you first came to Scotland uh, in 2004 uh, with Partick yeah. Thistle. Now, I'm not a Partick Thistle fan, so Ray, you're the man uh, to tell me about our man. Yeah, I remember when I remember you started in... Was it was it yourself that was in a trial game and we wouldn't release your name? Uh, well, I, when I first came, I was supposed to come and play against uh, Leicester, I think. Yeah. And uh, I missed my flight. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What, how did you miss your flight, mate? What were you doing? I was I was late. I was just late. Uh, Usual me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned up at the, at the airport and uh, I missed the flight. So I took the next flight. And uh, I played against again. I played I played a game against Fulham. Uh, it was on Saturday, and uh, I scored. I remember. I think it was Derek Fleming that scored that crossed the ball, and yeah. I kind of went from post and I scored. I was I was delighted. It's I, funny I, how you're explaining my own childhood to me. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. It's great. Keep going, mate. This is like the best story I've ever had. <laughs> So you you were yeah. at a you were a year at Partick Thistle. Uh, how was your yeah. time there? Did you enjoy living in Glasgow? Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was weird at first, to be honest, because uh, when I first came, I had spent time in England, so I learned English <laughs> in England, you know, and then I came up here, <laughs> and I remember being sitting in the changing room like, the first week, and uh, it was Andy Gibson. Yeah, came up to me and was like, "All right, mate, how you doing?" <laughs> What? <laughs> How's it going, mate? All right. I was like, "What? Are you are you speaking English?" <laughs> was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, and my, my 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 friend, my my it was my best man at my wedding, um, Johnny Vanis, who is my favourite footballer of all time. Yeah, Johnny uh, was still in contact. He's still in Glasgow, and uh, you know, I sat, I was sitting next to him, and I was like, in French, I was like, mate. Is he having a laugh? Is it, is it <laughs> and he was like, "No, this is how they speak here." I was like, I need, "I'm going to need time to get used to this because I'm, I'm not understanding." Do you know anything. the most amazing thing about that is your English was probably better than theirs. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got I've got some great memories of you when you were at Thistle Armand. Uh, one I can't remember who it was. You scored and you said it was the happiest moment of your life, and then the goal got disallowed, and then you said it was the saddest moment of your life. I was like, that's a great soundbite. And also, I think it might have been Falkirk when, because I remember, from what yeah. I remember about you, is um, I think the play is what he's saying is not competitive in the air, uh, but an incredibly ferocious shot. And I remember one yeah. time you hit a ball boy in the face. And oh, you just laughed. <laughs> and I was like, yep, he's my favourite. That's yeah. it. That's it. Back in the day. It was great. Because I, I was reading about, obviously, because we were getting you on, so I was reading about your career. So obviously, um, you were in trial at Man U. My, uh, Man City. Man City. Oh, you're Wiki- you need to update your Wikipedia page, mate. So, yeah, so you're at Man City. You know what? How was you know it? What? The thing is, when I, when, I, when I went part-time, I joined IBM. Yeah, I was working in in Greenock, and then uh, one of the HR manager came up to me and says, "Oh, you've got a Wikipedia page?" And I says, "Yeah." And he says, "Oh, can I edit it?" I says, "Do whatever you want." <laughs> so he started, you know, writing stuff saying, "Oh, I'm Armandoni's cousin, or fat cousin, or whatever." And he was, <laughs> so, so he writing 
stupid stuff, you know, and I never ever edited that, that page before. I mean, I never so touched what, that page. So. so what you're saying is you're not 22 and 9 stone? 22 and 9 stone. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great twist. Uh, today, well... <laughs> So, because obviously, uh, what was it? What was it like going from full time to part time? Was that a big change? Ah, uh, yeah, big time, big time. I kind of, you know, I came to the, I came to a point in my life where I thought, I'm, I'm married with three kids. I'm not enjoying the football anymore right, the okay. way I should. I should. So, I may as well just, you know, jump, you know, over to the real life. Yeah. If you can call it that, you know. And I thought. The best way to do it is to, to still have the football on the site and, you know, get a job and get used to that. And then I can get myself out of the, out of the football life And what I get. I can still provide for my family, you know. Yeah, are you still playing now, Armand? No, 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 I'm not playing anymore. At all? Um, no, at all, no. I just, even even I can't be bothered going to play five side, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's a shame because you'd make a great goalie as well. So... <laughs> <laughs> So obviously, yeah, once yeah, what, you know what I do, you know what I do. This is uh, see when I play five aside, I always end up in goals. I, mean, <laughs> I couldn't run back in the days, so now you can imagine. Yeah. What I <laughs> probably still do a job because when you went when part time, you were at Oh, you were banging them in, and uh, ah, yeah, yeah. My dad. Well, you know what? I felt like I had to. I felt like I had to prove to myself. That I could still play after obviously I left Livingstone. Livingstone, what happened basically was that they were kind of get they had the problem right. They got demoted to divisions and they they were trying to get rid of the players with a kind of high pay and stuff like yeah. this. And I just said, you know what, I'm I'm leaving. So I went down to Gateshead, and I when I went down there for multiple reasons, it didn't happen. So when I came back, I thought, you know what, enjoy your football. Yeah. You're here, you're home, enjoy your football. Just You're not going anywhere. You've got your wife and three kids here. You're not going anywhere. Just enjoy it. So I just decided, you know, I mean, not decided. It's not like I just click my fingers and say, oh, I'm going to bang so many goals, you know. Yeah. But I just set my mind and said, you know what, just go out there and, and enjoy yourself. Okay. There's no restriction. There's no, there's no, um, I mean, there's no, nobody's, Nobody's. Ex- there's no expectation. No, because you'd one in two. You were scoring one every two games, and you're two yeah. spells of Stranraer. And my dad's a Stranraer fan. He told me a story today. Is this true? Is this true, Ahmad? Yeah, I'm, when, I'm when you yeah, or now you're listening. You've not been. Doing, uh, <laughs> when when you went down to Stranraer, when you yeah. signed for the first time, the number nine shirt did not fit you, and you had to wear number nineteen. Is this true? Uh, was it not number seventeen? Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the only bit. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Is that true? Well, yeah. Yeah, what happened was that um, the I think the number nine shirt was for Michael Moore. Okay. Uh, he's uh, Stranraer legend. He's he's strong, Yeah, definitely. He's he's a great guy, but he's he's so skinny. So <laughs> the, his shirt was like I don't know, it was M medium or something like this. Obviously, so, I cannot fit in this. So standard man so, size. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so they had to get uh, an, a different shirt for me, and uh, they got the number seventeen. And I had my own shirt, my own shorts, and my own socks. And you know they had to get big socks and big shorts. And <laughs> That's nice. So. <laughs> nice wee humble brag about the big shorts there. I noticed that. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, Stranraer is sponsored yeah. by Giacomo, yeah. so it was fine. So. And now, now all of a sudden the three kids make sense. Uh, yeah. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got an account with Giacomo now. You know, <laughs> and Because uh, we've been asking a lot of players that we've had on the show recently. I mean, you you played football. You had the chance that a lot of us did. You also went out to Finland as well. Uh, so you yeah. Out there. Uh, who was the best player you played against? Played against? Yeah. I don't know. I played against a lot of people. I can't remember half of them. <laughs> right, okay. Easier question for you for maybe you were paying attention then. Uh, the best player you played with? Them. I played against. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I played, I mean, I played with Lee Griffiths, which is, is, is yeah. a great player. Um, I played with, yeah, I played with um, Dave Kitson down in Cambridge. Oh, yeah. I played with Ian Ashby. I played with... Uh, I, when I was in Man City, I was I played um, reserve game with 
Ray Phillips in Barton. Okay. Uh, Ray, Ray, oh. I can't remember really Barton, but I remember him in training, but not during the game. But Ray Phillips. Same. I've, I've not heard much about Joey Barton recently either. So he must have. <laughs> he must have disappeared. <laughs> well, listen, Armand. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. But we have to ask you the question we got yeah. you on for. Uh, where are you now? What are you up to? I'm uh, overhead linesman on the uh, railway. Right. I thought you meant like. Actual football lines. Yeah, like, <laughs> that like, would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, so where's that base then? Uh, I work for well, I work for Babcock, right? Uh, oh, nice. International. Uh, so I'm based in Bishop Briggs. Um, so you're still living I in work, Glasgow? I still well, I live in Cobridge actually. Oh, sorry to hear that. Uh, <laughs> it was going so well, mate. That's you, right. It's been. 10, 12 years now, so I've I've heard everything, you know. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. So, so you and you said Jean uh, Jean Evenie was best man at your wedding. Yeah, that's lovely. So you still keep in touch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's me. He's my best buddy. Oh, that's so cute. That genuinely makes me so happy. Uh, and <laughs> I'm gonna try and arrange a night out. Me, you, and Jean Evenie. Uh, right, so, no problem. Yeah, where do you want to go? You pick. And I've not been out in ages, so I, I mean, I work night shift. That's fine, mate. I, work, I do gigs at night, so daytime's good for me. Uh, let's okay. let's find something. We'll have a weed mandate. It'll be lovely. And uh, at one point, you two can speak to each other in French saying, who the fuck is this guy? It'll be lovely. <laughs> uh, so, uh, listen, Armand, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you've been a great laugh. Yeah. And, uh, thank you for having me. And uh, I'm sure we'll speak to you again soon. Okay, pal? All right, no problem. Uh, you got my number anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I, I, Ray found it on a toilet wall, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, mate, get back playing. Get back playing. It'd be great to see uh, you out somewhere. I've, I've, I've had. I mean, many people ask me, you know, to play junior third division, but I just I don't have the heart anymore. And they probably. And don't. I, I, I mean, I don't want to just join a team just to get like that, that extra cash. That yeah. for me. Is, they probably good. they probably don't have the budget for shorts either. So, well, well <laughs> I can bring my own stuff. Shop a jackal, man. thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll yeah, speak to you again you soon, bro. pal. Yeah. Okay, take it easy, Armand. Right, thank okay, you very much, right. mate. Cheers, bye. 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 That was Armand Oni on Where Are They Now? We'll have another rendition of that next week on Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. What a legend. What a guy. What a nice guy. I actually love him. Yeah, yeah he's amazing. Was. Like, and I, I'm just a genuinely nice guy. He's, uh, yeah, because he's been a bit, and it was fascinating to see he retired early. Yeah, I know. Like, and he just can't be bothered playing anymore. I think his knee joints have probably gone from carrying that weight. Well, that's true. That, that, is, that is absolutely true. So that was Armandone. As ever, if you want to get in touch, then you can do so on at Scott Soccer FM on our Twitter page and also on Facebook as well. Just search for Soccer FM in the search tab and on our own forum in Pie and Bovril as well. It's time for this. It's time for teams around the world. Teams around the world on Soccer FM and uh, this week we are catching up with Suriname's favourite team, SV Robin Hood. Uh, their season has started now, thank God, because we didn't plan this very well <laughs> when we picked them about a month and a half ago. Yep. Uh, so uh, how did they get on at the weekend, Ray? Obviously, international break, so I'm going to do a quick roundup of all our teams that we've kind of okay. uh, taken under our wings, shall we say. So Suriname. Um, one game into the season they've stopped for international break which is always ideal yep. soon I'm playing Jamaica which is quite a big game out there oh well, yeah um, Jamaica are pretty decent yeah, narrowly lost 1-0 Ah, well, that's a decent result. It was in Jamaica. Yep. Tough place to go, Kingston Town. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, did you get attendance was? Oh, was it? Uh, sorry, I've just got a Brazilian woman singing in the background here. <laughs> uh, I'll turn it off. Uh, so, I think the attendance was 6,000. 400. 400? Yeah. Mate, we did not carry a big crowd in Suriname. No, clearly no. not. That's no. terrible. So, they're back in action next week against uh, something a team that made us do a lot of sexual innuendos last week. All right, uh, okay. The big, the big games this week uh, Sunday, Solda America against Olympia. Solda America currently sitting ninth <laughs> on the cusp of relegation. What's um, happened? We stopped, we stopped talking about them for a few weeks and they've just plummeted like a stone. We've got powers, mate. Yeah, we That's do. What you find out. So, so, but we're speaking about them now, so they'll be fine. Yeah, Don't so. Worry. Uh, they've got two games left, one of which, so everyone else only got one, so they could finish 10th, 11th, 
but we shall see. So that's close there. My favourite story of the week, I sent you it, was um, in India, we're chatting about Kerala Blasters, which oh, yeah. is just a wonderful name. Yeah. An absolutely wonderful name. Um, and they were playing this weekend, let me try pronounce this, Chennai in. So they were playing Chennai in. It's not Chennai. Nope, Chennai in. It's got a yin in it after it. Uh, <laughs> Look at you I, trying to correct that listen, pronunciation I, when I, you're from Fife. Well, <laughs> no, listen, I watch a lot of Sky Sports News during the summer where they just talk about <laughs> like cricket all the time. Yeah, fair, fair, yeah, fair. No, exactly. Uh, so we, uh, they were playing Corral Blasters, Chennaian, and the Corral Blasters uh, found out that Chennaian manager is Marco Materazzi, obviously of 2006 uh-huh. World Cup fame. And all the fans were given a Zinedine Zidane mask to taunt him with all yes. the way through the game. Yes, I did Exceptional. See this. Yes. Exceptional. Great trolling. And also, just while I was looking at Kerala Blasters, um, their team is fascinating. Aaron Hughes, who you mentioned earlier from Northern Ireland. Yeah. Captain. Well, there we go. There we go. There, I was sliding yeah. him off earlier. So on. he's there. Uh, Antonio German, who Thistle signed last season, played a game, then got fucked off. So yeah. he's there as well. Graham Stack. Do you remember the goalie? Was it Hibs? Yes, yes, yeah. their keeper. Another one of the, I mean, Hibs have had so many oh. absolutely rotten goalkeepers. Eve McAlambe, anyone? Yes, no. <laughs> exactly. But my personal favourite of this is um, Michael Chopra. Uh huh. A former of Aloha. Yes. Michael Chopra is there, and he is the third captain. So he wasn't vice the captain or captain. captain. He's the third captain. Right, okay. So that's them out there. So they won 3 1. A good result for them. So Chennai obviously got put off by. Um, the Zinedine Zidane mask so good result for Kerala and obviously the big game Solda America look out for them they're playing Sunday so we'll catch up with that next week and yeah. also uh, Robin Hood back in league action on Thursday brilliant stuff we'll keep uh, abreast of all of that and uh, we'll talk about that next time on Soccer FM uh, listen we're going to be picking another team around the world probably in a couple of weeks time if you do have any suggestions look at your face right you look so disappointed Suriname <laughs> is so hard like so hard <laughs> right. because it's so not well followed that most of the updates are in Dutch and I don't speak Dutch yeah. so I need to guess quite a lot yeah I <laughs> I remember um, <coughs> this, this is a bizarre story About three or four years ago Jimmy Calderwood If you I, tell me you're fluent in Dutch I'm going to be fucking livid <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Calderwood uh, Got a job in Holland Obviously And yep. uh, Of course he would And I can't remember who it was for It was like Go Ahead Eagles or something. <laughs> But I'd, I, I'd heard about like Basically I'd heard about it and I tweeted something out just saying, oh, good to see Jimmy Caldwell back in the game. He's going to be appointed coach of Go Ahead Eagles, whatever it was. And I got about 300 retweets from all these Go Ahead <laughs> Eagle fans. And then <laughs> there was a Dutch talk show in the morning and uh, I was being quoted as, quote, the British media is reporting. Wow. It was just me. I tweeted Great. it out. So I was getting all these people just tweeting me in Dutch. Uh, so <laughs> what we did was on Capital uh, I was talking about it on air And we got Bobby Petter on to translate for us <laughs> And he I mean he's even worse at speaking Dutch than he is English So <laughs> It appears so anyway So It was it was go ahead Eagles he just kept, I don't know the extent where you shine shit even. I, don't, I don't know the shine <laughs> Was Bobby Petter a gold member? <laughs> he was yeah uh, So anyway let's uh, look ahead to the weekend In the SPFL There's plenty of matches And in fact there's a game on uh, to Tomorrow night, Tuesday, East Fife versus Aloha in League One. Uh, so keep an eye out on that one. So it's another game tomorrow night, Stephen. Why are you missing it? Yeah, it's in the Ferrari packaging Lowland League, which is Spartans FC versus Preston Athletic. I don't know why this is coming up. On Ferrari the... packaging Lowland League sounds like such a swingers well, club, doesn't it? What's, <laughs> what's Ferrari packaging? Like, are they just packing Ferraris? <laughs> I, I know I've just swapped the words around there. Yeah. But, uh, how, is, how is that a sponsorship? Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. Because you've got, the, like, just the site that we're using has got all the games, and it's the Press and Journal Highland League. So Press and Journal is a newspaper. Yeah. A normal sort of... And then you've got Ferrari packaging got, Lowland League. Might as well call it the cardboard box Lowland Yeah. Is there a... I, I wasn't even aware there was a Ferrari packing centre in Scotland. <laughs> Uh, particularly in the Lowlands So <laughs> I have absolutely no idea about that Friday night anyway uh, SPFL Premiership action uh, Kilmarnock versus Celtic uh, I've read a stat that every single Celtic and Rangers away game this season Has been on the telly So really? far And will be until at least the new year 
So wow. there you go. So Friday night for Celtic fans and Kilmarnock fans. Quarter to kick off there. Uh, we've got a full card in the Premiership as well on the Saturday. Uh, Inverness against Aberdeen. That's two teams who are on a decent running form at the yep. moment. Yep. So And it's Aberdeen. We'll be looking to keep up the pressure uh, for second place because they're in a wee bit of battle there. And Rangers are at home to Dundee, so you'd expect Rangers probably to pick up three points there. You don't expect Rangers to do anything anymore. That is very true. Motherwell versus Partick Thistle. Uh, that is the big game there. And uh, St Johnson versus Ross County. What do you think of the Thistle game, Ray? I think we'll do well. I think we could. I think we'll potentially probably come away with a point. Yeah. But then you look at sixth to twelfth, separated by three points just now, like. Yeah. So from ICT up in sixth all the way down, it's going to be exciting. Thistle have got the lowest uh, goal difference, so we're only minus two when idiots like Kilmarnock are minus 11, so yeah, should be all right. Idiots. Championship <laughs> uh, this weekend, and there is one match that's sticking out, and it's on BBC Alba. The Hebridean viewers will be tuning in for this in their droves. St Mirren versus Dumfries. Why are they always on Alba? I don't know. I really don't know. St Mirren are, are just own... <laughs> they obviously just, own shares in BBC Alba It just doesn't make any sense Like does Donny Dottoman absolutely <laughs> love St Mirren I, but He must do I, don't, I really don't know why So that's the quarter past five kickoff, And uh, it's a massive game Because St Mirren are at the bottom of the table Four points Confirm one Second bottom in that playoff spot Yeah uh, with nine points, so that is a very, very big game. If Dunfermline can manage to win, uh, then it's looking pretty grim for St Mirren already. Yeah. Whereas, if St Mirren can win, it closes the gap to two points, and it's all back on again, yeah. and I'll be cacking my pants. Are you going to the game? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I'm actually meeting uh, Div from Pie and Bovril before oh, really? the game. Yeah, so uh, he's on the pints. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's going to be this Saturday night. Uh, elsewhere in the Championship, I'll tell you what, it's hotting up at the top of the table. We mentioned this earlier on Dundee United are just a point behind Hibs mm-hmm. I mean you wouldn't have thought that given that they were a wee bit sticky at the start of the season Dundee yeah. United but they seem to be grinding out results I said they would come good and it, it's going to be fascinating to see them go down to Capelo playing Gunnar uh, Morton away who are on a decent run just now yep absolutely that's them up to third as well uh, Morton after winning the weekend against Dumbarton uh, Dumbarton themselves are at home to Wraith Rovers and you've also got Air United versus Falkirk as well right in the middle of the table yeah and it's uh, fascinating seeing that Gavin Skelton's left Queens yeah that was a strange one they were on a really good run and then just kind of petered out and he's gone they said it was for personal reasons so we don't know if there's something Jenkins because uh, People found out that his sister's actually Helen Skelton. Yeah, well, I watched, uh, what was the game they were on BT earlier on in the season? It and when was, they inter- uh, it was Rangers game? Uh, it was, yeah, and they interviewed each other, or well, she interviewed him. Uh, it was weird, wasn't it? Very weird. Like, imagine your sister interviewing you. Like, My sister's a lawyer, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, that will happen one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Might as well get the practice in. Yeah, don't rule that out. <laughs> League One this weekend, Airdrie versus Alloa. You've got Brecon City versus Albion Rovers. East Fife against Queen's Park. And uh, you've also got Livingston, Peterhead and Stranraer, Stenhouse, Muir. Airdrie and Alloa are in the same points. Yes. They are. You never would have guessed that. Considering how well Aloha started the yeah. season, yeah, and Livingston, uh, that's them up on 27. They've got a game in hand over Breakin, who are 25 uh, in second. And as you say, you've got Aloha and Airdrie on 23. Then there's a wee gap down to Albion Rovers yeah. there. So. Stranraer playing Stenhouse Muir, currently bottom of the table. Be good for Stranraer. Pick up a few points, get back on it, because already they're 10 points off the playoffs already. Yeah, I mean, Christian Nadi, come on. Finger it, son. Mate. Finger it. Armandoni, you heard his goal scoring ratio at Stranraer earlier. Come on, yeah, Christian. It can be done. Yep. It can be done. Uh, League Two, uh, we talk, spoke about this earlier on. There was a few matches last weekend in League Two, obviously. Annan versus Elgin. Clyde Berwick Rangers, Edinburgh City. Can they win against Cowden Beath? Tell you what, that's a big game. Big if they game. win, they're off the bottom of the table. Yeah. And similar to uh, when we chatted about the Premier League earlier, from Annan in sixth to Edinburgh City down in tenth, um, there's only three points between them. So a win for Edinburgh. Actually gets them looking towards the playoffs. Yeah, aye, I know, I know. Um, so yeah, big, big, uh, big game there uh, at Edinburgh City. Montrose versus Forfar. Uh, so that's ninth versus first. As you can see there, I feel like Montrose play Forfar every week. Yeah, I think they do. Like, see, this is. We, me and my mates were talking about this over the weekend. We're talking about Cowden Beath and just how gashed they've been for the past few <laughs> seasons. But they were in the championship. What two years ago? Two years ago, and then spent what three years in the championship? They got relegated. They were back up. Like so, they've spent four or five years in the championship over the past decade. Yeah, and then you've got teams like Montrose, 
Like, if you're a Montrose fan, listen to this. Please educate me because... Yeah, what's happening? What's happening to Montrose? What's happening to Stenhouse Muir? You even look at Clyde. Clyde have been down there for about 10 years now. Well, that... Yeah, I mean, Clyde, I believe, nearly got promoted to the SPL yeah, back yeah. in the day. ICT. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, a game, two games away. Yeah, they blew it, I think. So, yeah, I mean, it must be rubbish. I, I Pat Keogh was part of that Clyde side, I'm sure. And it's uh, not Alan Kernahan and yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Uh, Keo was once my taxi driver, and on my way to a gig, I was doing the Scottish Community Year final, and the whole time he just gave me a motivational speech, right? And then told me to retire because he couldn't find insoles for him. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "What? This is mixed messages, Pat. Yeah. Come on." <laughs> he retired because he couldn't find he the couldn't right find the right insoles for his boots. Well, I mean, that blows my mind. It really does. Uh, that's that's mental. Didn't uh, even tip him. Yeah. <laughs> Quite right, quite right as well. Uh, and we also got a game on Monday night, Monday night football uh, in the SPFL, which is Hamilton versus Hearts. We missed that one out. I like run. this one because this has been moved. Right. So this was meant to be played on Saturday, but they've moved the game because the M74 is closed this weekend and it would be too hard for fans to get there. Great. So both clubs agreed, asked for permission, and they moved it to Monday night. It's great to see that kind of stuff happening. I wish they would take that into practice around the Christmas, New Year time. Yeah, and well, no, exactly. Like, when you've got uh, no train services on, like, New Year's yeah, Day New Year's and Day, stuff yeah. like that, it's going to be a bit of a nightmare. I think, uh, certainly, I know Dunfermline have changed their game on the second to the... Or changed their game to the second, I should say, uh, on the Monday against Wraith Rovers and... Uh, Obviously, it's Rangers versus Celtic on Hogman A, so that'll be fun in Glasgow. So, uh, just uh, board up the windows. It's just the start of the purge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Donald Trump's now president, that's why. Yeah. So. Uh, so, that is the weekend in the SBFL that is coming up. Ray Bradshaw, what you got on this week? Anything exciting? Uh, this week, uh, I'm gigging at the stand in Glasgow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which will be nice, on with a good lineup. And Sunday, I'm going. I'm making my first uh, foray into the world of ICW. Oh wow! Yes, so it's like a fear and loathing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a show at Hydro. I've got a few friends involved, so I'm really looking forward to it. So my mates, uh, we've taken the next day off because Survivor Series is on, and wow. we're all wins, so we're wow. going to get drunk and watch all that. that. Hey, listen, that's a good shout. That is a. How did you get on at Raw last week? By the way, I know you were at uh, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> oh mate, uh, so my mate bought tickets when I was in Australia because we watched wrestling. Our kids hadn't really watched it, and we lived together. Uh, a year ago we used to watch it because he loves The Undertaker pretty much that's right. it well, he's and not on it very often is he no but when he did like Craig used to pure shit himself right, <laughs> I, remember, okay. I remember one time he woke me up <laughs> to come into the living room and watch it so we watched that it was decent we just got pretty drunk and yeah. shouted stuff out at the wrestlers yeah. and then uh, tried to make pals with them it wasn't happening because we're staying in the Radisson <laughs> so we went by them at Half one in the morning Right like, Should so, we booty call them So <laughs> who did you see Anyone Anyone would know Not really They're all kind of new I met uh, Charlotte Flair Last week I saw this mate she, she was in the capital She was doing some stuff for us And uh, she's She's very tall she's, How tall is she? Oh I'd say 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, so she's Ric Flair's daughter Yes Exactly She looks like Ric Flair Which is Could she take you in a fight? <laughs> She'd crush me in a fight. Even, even how cool you me. look. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking so cool. I, I could tell she was looking at me. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was that was my brush with a wrestler last week. Good, uh, man. What, was, what have you got on this week? Uh, not a lot. Recovering mostly, obviously, yeah. on the radio on Capital uh, Six till Ten every morning. And plug. Uh, yeah, plug. And then at the weekend, uh, just got the football on, and uh, not much else. So that's about it. So that's where you can catch us over the next week or so if you're that desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as I say, if you want to get in touch with anything over the course of the next wee while, it's at Scott Soccer FM. We love hearing from you. Please do get in touch. We do enjoy it, and uh, we're on the forum as well on pieandbovril.com. But as I say, that is enough from us for now. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show. Check us out on Facebook as well, Soccer FM. The search tab and get in touch for a where are they now and anything else you have for us as well. It's a goodbye from me though, Stephen Mill and you, Ray Bradshaw. See you later, guys. This has been Soccer FM. Good luck to all your teams at the weekend, and we'll catch you next time for another episode.